What's up, everybody? Welcome to the K-Pop Kimchi Podcast, where we love spicy kimchi and we love hot spicy K-Pop takes. I am your host, Justin Turneau, with my co-host, Brian Lipper. Dude, how are you doing today? Tonight? This morning? I don't even know. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I guess it should be called this morning. Right now, I'm uh, pretty happy because I figured out how to get Disney Plus on the PS4. Disney Plus is out. Woo! It's awesome, man. It's so cool. Since apparently my TV that I paid for, like, not even a year ago, isn't compatible because of Vizio, but... That's honestly the dumbest thing I've heard all week. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to throw the 65-inch out and go buy a new one. Like, How are you supposed to get, like, the top-of-the-line smart TV and it can't handle Disney Plus? I know. I can, like, turn it on and off and, like, look for stuff with my freaking Google Dot, but I can't get freaking Disney Plus because it's not compatible. Like, what the hell? I have no idea how that doesn't make sense at all. I don't know. That's weird, man. But Disney Plus overall is awesome. I, it I, is. At least I uh, get to get a couple good uses out of my PS4 before I bring it to you. Dude, there you go, man. I guess you just have to find a different way to stream it. <laughs> well, you go, can get another computer eventually. Just go buy a new TV. Dude, honestly, at this point, you might just need a new TV. You've had this one long enough for, like, what, seven months maybe? <laughs> Not even, not even a year yet. Dude, they've returned to Oz on here. I didn't realize that Disney had so many things that are Disney. Yeah, like, I know, for real. There's so there's, many of these movies. I'm like, wow, this is a Disney movie? There's so many things and, like, cartoons and all this stuff. I'm like, oh, I didn't know this was Disney. Man, there's just so much stuff to watch. And I'm just, like, looking through the movies. I haven't looked through, like, the shows or the... Yeah. Sky High? Oh, man. Did you watch Brink yet? No, I didn't. I've been too busy. I really, like, really want to, though. That's going to be the first thing I watch uh, when I have some time. But I'm excited because all those original movies are on there. I know. That's the best. Like, before, like, I grew up watching this stuff. And, like, before, like, the only time you could rewatch is if it's, like, on rerun super late at night during, like, holidays or something on Disney Channel. It's just so funny how it kind of brings that out of everyone. I saw a tweet, like, a couple minutes ago. It was some lady. I don't even know who it was. Someone retweeted it, and they were like, me in 2007, I can't wait to get home and watch Lizzie McGuire. And me in 2019, I can't wait home. Can't wait to go home and watch Lizzie McGuire because of Disney Plus. I'm like, damn, that's so real. It like, is super real. You just oh yeah. Watch oh. all the old classics. Dude, all three Xenons are on here. Let's freaking. Honestly, go. gotta watch those because I love those back in the day. Oh, that's like one of my favorite original movies. That and like, don't look under the bed. Oh yeah, man. Uh, all the Halloween towns. There was so many, so much good stuff. Does Disney even make like original movies anymore? I have no idea. I don't, dude. I haven't, I haven't had cable for TV in like freaking six years. I haven't watched. I don't even know. I don't even think I have Disney Channel. I don't. Does it a channel anymore? I don't even know. I just know that. But then you got like the Nightmare Before Christmas is on here. Yeah. All the Alice in Wonderlands are on here. I kind of want to watch this one called Noel, which is like a Disney Channel original it has Anna Kendrick in it it's like one of those sappy Christmas movies dude the sappy Hallmark style Christmas movies are honestly really great okay so yeah if you guys if the listeners want to know another peek behind the bamboo curtain I'm a sucker for those sappy like Hallmark uh, oxygen made for TV Christmas movies they're like my favorite thing I love watching them in the holidays my mom has been just like keeping the Hallmark channel on at the house recently and I mean they really suck you in it's just like a super you know classic plot and like there's a problem but then it always it always ends up everyone's always so happy in the end and you're just like dang 
I want to be happy like all these people. Like everything always works out. And that is a great segue because you know it's not going to work out. Anything produce does ever because we now know that every group is fake, which we kind of guessed. We're going to spend a little time here talking about the newest information that came out regarding not just Produce 48 and Produce 101X, but all the Produce, like, series. Apparently, the guy that's in charge of it has come out and said now that all the Produce series are supposedly were rigged, and so basically all the Produce shows are fake. Yeah, something about the case that uh, the police, you know, did some, found some kind of evidence and all this stuff, and apparently they're doing all this research. Apparently they just have, like, a crazy team on this that's, like, the Secret Service FBI all-in-one. I don't even know, but they figured out that the first two seasons um, that they were also rigged. So, can't say I'm surprised, but, yes, every season of Produce Whatever was not real. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I've We've been hearing about this since, like, the day after we recorded the last podcast, and that was, what, like a week ago? Yeah. And I've still just been super butthurt over it. Like, I wake up every day, and I'm like, man, everything sucks. Like, we still, what, I came down to Springfield this last weekend, and we still watched another episode of it, but the entire time we're just like, this is... Just, I don't know. Well, it just sucks to see people work so hard for a goal or a dream and, you know, go from not doing well to doing super well and doing great to just essentially all for nothing because you know how it all worked out, you know. Like, I'm not as mad about the whole it's being rigged thing because, I mean, I'm sure a lot of shows are rigged, but I'm more mad about how they treated their girls and how, like, yeah. They basically toyed with their emotions and made false promises to them that they're never going to follow through on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, literally, I just, this tweet, I literally came out a minute ago, says that the guy on June Young, the PD, he admitted to some charges of rigging the results for Produce 101, Season 1, IOI, and Season 2, 101. So, yeah. It's all a big lie. Because I'm just, I said in the previous episode, but I'm just, like, so attached to all the girls like, I just love watching them succeed, and I love watching them, you know, work together and try to get better and be super happy when everybody does good. They, like, freak out, you know, like, after, like, reactions. Yeah. Uh, whenever when someone does, like, does something cool or something like that. It's just yeah. really cool because they're, like, bonded, and they're, like, you know, friends. Like, some of them are still friends to this day. But it's just, like, man, they put in all this effort and all this hard work, and they, like, helped each other and everything, and then it's just, like, well, it doesn't even matter because – no matter how good you did, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, it's just stupid because of the people are greedy or want money or whatever. I don't even know the extent of how many people, besides the one PD, it, it really went from. I think I saw some other people got arrested not too long ago. I don't even know. It's just like a huge case, but it just sucks that some like old people were just lame and selfish and bastards, honestly, to just like go mess with people like this and and just pretty much put the show on just to showcase all their hard hardships when really there was no ending result that was good for them you know it was just like yeah we need you to go cry we need you to go be upset we're gonna make these situations but in the end it's all fake like 
no matter how hard you work, it's not essentially going to matter. I will say we did witness one moment of legit true rigging when uh, Minju's group like performed and they all got voted and she like didn't do anything in the performance really. And she still won, like, the number one spot and got, like, 5,000 votes. Yeah, with the 5,000 free votes. It was like, well, now that we know the rigging is real, you can just see a clear case of some favoritism. And she even started crying and said that this doesn't feel right. Like, I shouldn't have won this. Like, she knew it was weird that she won. But, I mean, that's what they wanted, so that's what they got. Well, it's just, it's just a bummer because all of this... There's not a way to think about it or, or just reason with him and be like, oh, all right, this can be settled in this way to make it better. There's, like, no light at the end of the tunnel. And it just sucks because a lot of it will come down on the girls, like people being upset and stuff, when really they don't deserve any of that at all. Yeah, so that's another thing. Everyone needs to stop bashing on the girls. I've seen so many people say that they need to, like, the girls that weren't worthy of being in the group need to step down and not be in the group anymore. Or they need to, like, flush out who isn't deserving of being in the group or, like, replace them. I'm like, what good is that going to do to anybody? Like, that's not going to do anything. No, I don't think so. It's just been too late. Like, I mean, you said earlier before we started recording, like, maybe if this was somehow, like, a week later, then, sure, try and dive in and maybe change some things. But, like, it's already been going on for, like, over a year now. We've already had eyes one as a group who's been super successful and has a ginormous fan base so just trying to do that is just going to make things more complicated and more messy and honestly just hurt more feelings yeah eyes one for me is the 12 girls that are in eyes one and that's the only acceptable eyes one group like changing them out it's not going to make anything better it'll make things worse for the girls that are in the group the girls that they want out of the group and the girls that didn't make it into the group. Like, it's, it's a lose-lose-lose for everybody. It, so, it is. It really is. There's no good that can come out of it. I mean, I mean, there's part of me that would not like to see that, but would like to see what the actual results were just because I'm curious. But I know if that were to happen, it, it just would be terrible. I mean, no, no one would be happy, even for the people that wanted to see these results or demanded them or whatever. Like, no one's going to be happy. The girls in the group aren't going to be happy. The trainees that should have been in the group that missed out. They're not going to be happy either because guess what? They're still not in the group at the end of the day. And yeah, like these girls have been together for over a year, training, working hard. And I believe every girl, even the ones I said like before, like I don't know how Minju got in. I don't know how high one got in. But obviously they've been working hard and they're like, they are eyes one. Like they're two of the 12 members of eyes one. So yeah, they deserve I mean, to be in the group and they deserve to get, you know, all the recognition and everything. It's not like they just like, no, like bumps on a log, just like freaking sitting there not doing anything. No, exactly. Like they're, they're all so talented and have, have come together to make an awesome world famous group. And if I was the head of whatever company, I'd say, look, okay, I get right now we're, we're not going to bring them back right away because they were supposed to have their comeback and everything got canceled. Essentially, literally everything. I'd say, we're going to wait a minute, but this group is on under contract for like only one more year and they've been successful. So we're just going to come back out with this group because we know they've been successful. We know they have a fan base that they love and the fans love them. So we're just going to finish it out, finish the contracts and do what we started, you know, and just essentially forget about the past because there's not really anything you can do. You said it like they're not going to go change members. 
They're not going to redo the show or redo votes. That's just too messy. I think you just need to roll with eyes one and, and let them finish out their contract as a group. I mean, really your two options at this point are let them come back and finish out their their contract and promote as eyes one, like eyes one now. Because if you switch anybody out or kick anybody out, that's not eyes they one can't anymore. Do that. It's something that completely different. Work. It just wouldn't work. It'd be a whole new group. And then option two is you just got to, even though you put all this work and everything into them and they're signing contracts, you're going to have to bite the bullet and just disband the group. So that's the only way to make anybody happy. Like there's it's either you have to bring them back and let the fans be happy. And if there's fans that are mad about it, then they shouldn't be fans. Like everything, every action is going to have a consequence. So you can either make the one side happy and disband the group or make the other side happy and keep them together. But either way, you're going to get backlash. And in my opinion, you should just let them ride out their contract because I guarantee there's way more fans of the group than there are haters of the group right now. Like what's changing people going to do? Is it going to be like, make the like 10 people that wanted that girl that came in 80th place to be in the group happy. Like who cares? Well, the thing is too, I bet a lot of the girls, you know, I'm just guessing a lot of the girls that are in eyes one should be in eyes one. You know what I mean? It's not like, it's not like, Oh, nine members shouldn't even be there anymore. And you know, they, they got rigged in like, it, were there a few? Maybe. But it's not like it's that large of a number of the group. And like you said, they've been working hard, and they've done so well as Eyes One. I think you really just need to, to continue with them and let them finish out, really for the fans of them that have been supportive this whole time. That's what I'm saying. Like, train, bring out information saying, like, oh, like, uh, say, like, I'm a really big fan of Miru. Like, being like, oh, Miru should have been in the group. Like, she should have made the final roster. Like, all that's going to do for me is be like, wow, that's bogus. She didn't make it because she got robbed. But at the same time, like, putting her in the group now or just announcing she should have been in the group is not going to, like, make me feel any better about it. Yeah, I mean, they, def- it- they definitely shouldn't change the lineup. That would just be the dumbest, most preposterous thing of all time if they're actually like, all right, you're just out now and you're in. Like, that would just be the most ridiculous thing or start, or like start kicking people out and just keeping the ones that were in higher rankings there. Yeah, like, don't do that either. I'm not just, trying to see it go from a 12 person group to like a six person group. Like that's. Yeah, I just don't do any of that. I mean, I do think one of the options would be to disband them. I mean, I don't like saying it because I don't want that to happen, but that would be an option. I mean, you said it. It's either disband or we're gonna finish this out. And then everyone's going to go their own separate ways or go back to their own countries and just do their own thing. Which I think that's what they need to do because this isn't a group that was made to be to, permanent. To, it's to, not like Idol yeah, or like it's, twice. It's not Idol School or twice or all that stuff. They literally have one year left and then they're done. So I think they just need to finish that out and honestly the best they can. The real question is if the other companies that were involved in the show – already knew that it was rigged and what the outcome of it was going to be because the only real reason I could see anybody wanting to disband them and being upset about it outside of the fans is if companies put money to put their trainees in the show not knowing who was going to be in it and didn't know it was rigged you know what I'm saying yeah like they're going to be like what the hell like I thought I had a shot but I really didn't at all so I could see them like wanting the groups to be disbanded because you know they're like, why? This is bogus. Like, I never had a shot. Like, or I want my money back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I but think that totally comes like, into play. If all the other companies were in on it, because there's so many companies that took place in it, and so many different companies that have girls in the group right now, then, I mean, I honestly don't see a problem why they'd want to disband it. Like, they knew going in what the result was going to be, so it's not like it's a surprise to them. You know, like, don't have anything to complain about. And it's just been for it's just been going on for so long now. It's just it's not a fresh thing that just happened that they can go right back on. It's just it's already happened. I don't know what you can really do to make it better because it's just been going on for so long. And yeah, it was bogus and essentially every single produce group has been a fake or like a phony in a way. But what what can you do about it when you find out about it so much later? I know, it's I don't know. Just everything that's being handled, I don't feel like it's being handled correctly. Um, I mean, honestly, with this information going on, I would have thought, in my opinion, a good idea would have been to uh, just have their comeback and just, you know, get the fans to get behind them and support them. Yeah. Instead of just, like, disappearing. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, I can see why they do, they've done it, but I just don't think it needs to last long. They just need whoever's the head of the company or, like, the top dog to just come out and just say, like, okay, we took a break. And we're going to let the police deal with whatever, but we're going to let eyes one go. Like or, just, or, like, until, like, more physical evidence has been provided or, like, the investigation's completed, we're going to continue promoting as a group. Yeah. I, I Just something like that. I, I, I think that's the way they need to go with it. That would – because you said it. There's more fans than haters, so there's more people sad now because eyes one's not back than there are happy that they're not coming back, so – yeah, there's like a different trending hashtag on them on social media to support them every single day. I know, it's like, like they all died. They're like the fans like started and stuff, you know, to show them that they're supporting them. Yeah. But I don't think that having them just like disappear and go away right now is the best idea. No, I don't think so either. It's all just really terrible timing. It's all just very, very, I mean, it literally could not have come at a worse time for them. Yeah. Like but... days, days before a comeback. We'll still, we still have a long ways to go to find out what exactly happened or, like, what's going to happen, so... Yeah, I mean, we were finding out literally new news, like, five minutes ago, so it's a very ever-going thing. Yeah, so as of right now, it's kind of just hearsay, like, oh, this guy said this, this guy said this. Also, he lied about the whole thing to begin with, so who knows if he's lying about everything he's been saying now anyways. Like, there's no... Yeah, they just have to find the hard evidence, I guess. Yeah, there's no, like, real truths or real lies, honestly, because you don't know what's real and you don't know what isn't real. It's kind of up in the air, but... Yeah, and I'm I don't care. Gonna... I love I love everyone in IOI, so I don't even care. I love them. I don't... Whatever. If it was rigged, I don't care. They rigged it a really great way then. That's what I'm going to say, because I love everybody in IOI. See, that's and that's how I feel about Eyes One. Like, I love yeah. everybody in IOI. I love everybody in Eyes One. Yes, I had other girls that I wish were in the group or girls that I feel like should have been in the group. But at the same time, these are the 12 girls that are there, and this is the group that I, like, know. Like, this is this well, is thing, one. And honestly, if you were to tell me, like, yeah, we have a ton of people, more so for Produce 48 because we pay more attention to it than, uh, like, IOI. Yeah, there's a bunch of girls who were who we were sad, couldn't make it into the final lineup. But honestly, instead of them doing some kind of nonsense and putting them in and pulling people out. I'd rather just see their own companies promote them 
in you know their own individual ways or their solo ways or a new group or something i'd much rather see the people who i like that didn't make it go on and be successful at their own companies yeah i don't know we'll see there's still a lot of time hopefully eyes one comes back or does something or i don't know they just kind of disappeared so i'm hoping something comes some word comes from them you know so we know what they're doing or what their future plans are because it's really just nerve-wracking because you don't know what they're doing. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. I know. I, know. I just imagine them all just, like, sitting people. around being super bummed. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like like I said, you just get reports from other people, other sources, you know, but you haven't heard anything from them specifically. So it's kind of right. nerve-wracking to find out what's going on with them. Because it's, just, like I said, like, just dead silence. So it's just, like, gone. It's just all shady. It's just everything, everything. This whole thing has just been just a big mess and just all shadiness and we just want some answers that's all i want to know is i just want to have some answers on pretty much when eyes one's going to come back or even what they're just doing i still have my album in the m wave cart that i've not been refunded so i still have hope (laughs) i still have hope that my signed album will come to me one day well yours essentially for christmas but i guess we'll find out um, but yeah, so, I mean, that's enough. We'll done talk about that for right now. We'll update you with more information next week. If we get, if anything else comes out about it, since we are our number one, uh, produce 48 eyes, one podcast in America, in <laughs> the world. Um, Oh, so I was telling Justin, since, you know, we're already on a downer with, uh, this produce 48 information, we can, uh, talk about something that I alluded to in the past episodes about my love, hate relationship with, uh, eyes want to produce 48 to begin with. Well, it's funny to see where we are now with you saying you're waking up every day, being bummed out about eyes one, not being a thing to where you started out knowing about eyes one and liking them like at first, but then finding out the, the, the sources or the origins of the debut song. And then hating their guts. So, okay. So, to begin with, they kind of had um, an uphill battle to climb. Because, obviously, well, you guys probably don't know this. But, I don't actually, because I don't really know how much we talked about on past episodes. But we both really were into IOI. Like, we didn't oh, watch I still Produce love 101. <laughs> I, I actually have never watched an episode of Produce 101. I'm glad. Um, Definitely not now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And then we... We're super into IOI, but we like started listening to them like right after they disbanded. So yeah, it's not honestly not like we were in there as deep as we are with Produce Forty Eight. Like we just knew the girls, we knew what IOI was, and like the songs and like stuff like that. So the fact that Produce Forty Eight was supposed to technically be like another IOI, like another girl group formed off this already made me think wow i'm never gonna like them as much as ioi because i love ioi right (laughs) so that already was one like knock against them like oh yeah you know how it is like kind of like how people always say like no one's gonna be better than michael jordan like no matter who you are they're not better than michael jordan even if they are better no one admits it well yeah you just have your your love and your biases that literally no one can dethrone so exactly they're just so high up on a pedestal that's just kind of like no matter what happens they're not gonna be better than them yeah um but yeah, so they already had an uphill battle with that. And because of that, I never really paid attention to anything that involved Produce 48 or like the group or whatever. It's just kind of like, oh, cool, they're forming a group, whatever. They'll never be better than IOI, so it doesn't matter. 
But then the group was actually formed, and uh, they came out with their uh, uh, debut song, Love and Rose. And I remember like watching the video, their debut video, because I'm like, uh, oh yeah, this group's debuting. Like you know, I'll check it out and see what's going on with them. Because I like listen to all the debuts and stuff, especially like girl groups. Um, I was like, well, this is a really cool song. But then that's when Strike Two happened. <laughs> <laughs> This is when the second the second hill they had to climb uh, really came about because obviously everyone who listens to the podcast knows I'm a huge huge fan of CLC like they're on top of Mount Rushmore like Mount Rushmore just their face was carved into it for me like that's just the the top of the line the number one uh, and they were teasing a comeback for a long time. And if anyone else is a CLC fan, not not this year, but last year, you'll know my feels because we were so disappointed that they didn't follow up uh, Black Dress with anything for an entire year. Like, like why? That was like one of the biggest songs they've had in years, and they didn't follow it up with a comeback or anything. Um, but they did have spoilers for their comeback that they were going to have, and they're like, you know, spoiler i don't know if you remember they're like posting pictures of like roses and like stuff like that and like uh, different stuff so everyone thought okay they're gonna have a comeback coming you know like there's teasing things i wonder what it's gonna be and then this lave and rose song came out and i remember hearing people commenting about it like wow this was supposed to be a clc song you know like this is bogus like blah 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 all this stuff do you remember when all that happened yeah and, like, people are blowing up Twitter about it, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know about this. And the reason they thought that originally was because the guy who composed Love and Rose was the same person who composed Black Dress. And all the spoilers that the girls were posting on their social media were, like, pictures of them with, like, roses and, like, different situations, like, red roses and stuff, you know? So uh, people were, like, connecting the dots of that. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know about this. Like, if you're, stealing, <laughs> if you're stealing from CLC, I cannot stand for this. Like, you could be the coolest group ever, but I'm not going to support you, you know, if you're going to use these ill-gotten gains to gain popularity <laughs> off of, you know, my favorite group. Like, this is bullshit. Like, I'm right. not going to let this happen. I'm not supporting you. Um, that also was kind of like rumors. Like, no one really knew 100% for sure. Um, but then... It came out that it really was supposed to be a CLC song, and Cube sold it to who's the one that's in charge of uh, Eyes One. I don't remember. I I don't remember either. But Some whoever company. was in charge of them, they sold the song to them, and that's the song that they debuted with, even though it was technically originally recorded and it was a CLC song for a comeback. Um, so that made me automatically I'm like, I don't care how good you are. Like, I'm not going to like you. Like, this is... Yeah. Uh, I remember texting you, too. I was like... <laughs> I was like, this is bullshit. They took CLC's song, and I'm never going to support them. Like, this is... Eyes One is dead to me. I remember that, too. I mean, it was bogus because... It was just so bogus because CLC wasn't doing anything. So it was like, exactly. wow, they were going to do something, and now they're not. And then the worst part about it was, like... I think the one thing that really 
push like me and the rest of the trash towers over the edge on this was CLC obviously had never won a show award or anything for any of their shit comebacks and stuff, you know? And as soon as Eyes One came out, they like blew up and they won so many awards and were so popular because of this song. Yeah. And we're like, yo, that should have been us. Like that should have been CLC's the win. Like this should have gotten their first win. Like this is bullshit. Like, right, well, right. Uh, but that's pretty much where it started with me and uh, Eyes One. So that was not a – they had two strikes on them before I even found out anything about them. Um, well, so I guess you're really the fact they came back from that is kind of surprising. Cause... Yeah, on, well, I I mean, I never would have guessed that you'd ever even think about liking them, not like loving them, but liking them because of that, man, because it was a dark place for them early on. I didn't give them much of a chance to, for you because you were pretty pissed, and rightfully so because that was a really bogus situation. Yeah, how was it from your perspective? Because you got to live through it. Because you were literally, you got to hear about it all the time. <laughs> well, I thought that song was good. I liked it. I thought it was a cool song. I didn't, like, love it a ton. But I thought it was a good song. Um, really, my first, I guess, the first Produce 48 memory I had was, I had to check out Pick Me. Because that was so iconic for IOI. And it was such a such a song that, everybody loved and everybody knew and everybody knew the dance and we literally heard them playing it at H Mart two weeks ago when I was with you like that song is amazing and we love the pick me song and it's such a staple of produce 48 or just produce in general so I was like okay I gotta hear the new produce 48 song and like you said I was going into it I was like there's no way it's better than pick me from IOI like there's just no way and I will say I still do not think it's better but I remember listening to Nikaya or whatever it's called, just pick me for Produce 48. And I was like, okay, this is really damn good. Like, because I saw people hating on it on, you know, social media as people do. And I was like, okay, you know, I don't think I'm going to like this going in. But I listened to it and I was like, this is really good. And I remember texting you. I, I was do like, remember sending it I, I was like, you know what? Shit. I was like, it's not better because nothing will beat the, the original pick me. But Pick Me from Produce 48 goes hard. And I really, really liked it a lot. And I remember listening to it quite a bit, not knowing any of the members, anything about the show, anything about anything, literally. And But I remember jamming to that Pick Me a lot. And I, I don't know. I really liked it. I, I still thought it was really solid. Oh, yeah. I like Love It Now. It's like my favorite thing. That was like my first Produce 48 memory I can really think of because... I didn't know anything about him, but I knew Pick Me, and I liked it. You did send that to me, and it was really good. I remember saying that. I was like, oh, yeah, this is pretty good. I was like, it's not uh, Pick Me by IOI. No, it, and, and the thing is, nothing will be Pick Me by IOI. So that's that's just, like a legendary song. I mean, it's, it's so a, good. It, like, everybody that, dances that song's to it incredible. I love, I just love IOI. But Produce 48, Pick Me, really good. Went into it, and it was just... You said it goes up against, like, such high odds that, like, it's just not going to work. It's, like, so stacked against the odds. It's like, oh, I'm going to hate this. This isn't going to be good. But it turns out it was amazing. Yeah. It was, uh, like, I think for both of us it started out pretty low because it's just kind of hard to top, you know. Kind of like any song right now going up against Fancy. It's just kind of hard to top the goat. It's hard to, it's hard to topple your favorites, man. It's hard to knock off number one. It's not an easy thing to do. No matter how good you are or how 
much people love you. If it's like, if it's my number one, it's hard, it's hard to beat. It's true. And I still like, I mean, I can still probably say like for me, I still probably love IY as a group more than, um, eyes one, but against all the odds, eyes one has done a great job and I love them so much, mainly because of watching the show. Like that's really where, because you said it, we didn't watch, IOI become IOI. We figured it out after and paid attention to them and watched like their variety and music videos and all that stuff. But watching Produce 48, even though it's still after the fact, but we actually went back and watched the episodes and that just makes you really appreciate the group on a whole new level, I feel like. I feel like that's honestly the one reason why I personally probably like Produce 48 more than the Produce 101, but that's just because I've watched everything that involves Produce 48 and Eyes 1. Yeah. You know? And then so it just comes like, out it's all a fake and a bummer, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, because I like, saw them all like, suffer together, work together, you know, all the ups and downs, like really everything. Yeah. But for Produce 101 and IOI, like I still really like all of them, but we just saw the final product and like them on survival shows and stuff. We really get to see like – Yeah, we've seen like clips, but we've never watched made. full episodes. Yeah. It makes a difference. Oh yeah, I mean definitely, man. You get so invested into the into the group and into the girls and into the show when you actually watch the full two and a half hour episodes. Because, like I said, like I personally like them. This produce forty eight and eyes one more right now, but I also it's not just eyes one. It's like I like know all ninety seven of the girls. You know, like I know every single one of them. I couldn't even tell you really outside of maybe four or five people who was in produce one hundred one. Yeah, and I only knew that because of other groups that they're in. Like, it wasn't even from them being in a produce, for, produce 101. I'm like, oh, this person's in this group. Oh, hey, they're in Produce 101. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. They, like, competed in the show. I know, like, the all show. the members, and I saw, I've seen all the members of Produce 48, you know? So... Right. It's all of them. Everybody. Not just the final members, but, like, all the members that were, the trainees that participated in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how did you feel about all the CLC nonsense when I was talking about it? Well, I just thought it was really sad because um, CLC was just at such a down point, man. They just weren't doing anything, and we really thought for a little bit there that they were done. Especially when Idol came out, we were like, all right, CLC's on the ropes, and I wouldn't be surprised if I wake up the next morning and hear that Cube's going to disband them. Because they literally were so good with Black Dress, and then they literally just did nothing. Like, they weren't doing anything. It was like... We're just joke, like maybe CLC will come back, maybe they'll actually make a song, maybe they'll have a teaser. So it was exciting to see just even a possibility of them doing something at all, like literally anything. And then once we figured out that, you know, the song got sold to Eyes One and just all that, it was just even, it made that like sadness of CLC drop even farther. It's like, well, they can't get ahead at all, literally a song for them went to somebody else. Sold somebody else and then you. now they now they're not even doing it like what the heck are they supposed to do that their stuff they can't even perform their stuff because now other people own it so it was just really sad and i just didn't i mean i didn't care about produce 48 at the time so i kind of shared that just like anger towards them i'm like geez man can't cube do something with clc and luckily they have you know over the recent year but then it was just we didn't even know if CLC was going to come back as a group. We thought they were maybe going to be done. 
Because, I mean, they came out with, what, black dress like February or March, and then were gone for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, Just did nothing. I remember people were saying that it was uh, a CLC song. I didn't, and I'm like, I don't know if I'll, you know, I don't know about that. Like, I'm not sure. Yeah. But if you, like, listen to Black Dress and you listen to Love and Rose, they have, like, the same, like, sound and timing and, like, vocal parts in the same spot. So you can tell the same person, like, made the song. You know, like, they're very similar. Well, wasn't there a video that got leaked or something of, like, Sungi singing it? Of CLC I singing I don't remember it? if there was a video, but there was audio clips of CLC singing the song. Yeah, there was, like, there. yeah, you could hear them singing. That's what it was. It was like, all right, well, so they obviously were supposed to use this song because it was before Eyes One even had it. Well, so it was, just, it, was just a big, it was just a big bummer. It wasn't a real clip. It was, like, a dance practice of a group dancing yeah, but the backing track was CLC singing "Love and Rose." Yeah, like it was like it was like super deep, like investigative skills from someone that it wasn't just a straight video or sound clip. It was like someone figuring it out, but it was true. Um, but yeah, they sounded very similar. Like if you'd overlap the songs together, you'd be like, "Oh wow, okay, yeah, I can see how this is the same guy who made both of these songs." Kind of like um, when uh, Shinsodong Tiger made "Bam" and "Boom Boom." Like, Those are the exact same songs. They sound exactly <laughs> they're different, but they sound exactly the same. And you can tell that the same guy made both of them. I wonder what Mama Land's up to. I don't know, but that's, that's another one of my favorite groups. But that's another topic for a different day. Uh, they've also just kind of not been doing well. I think they've been having some concerts. I don't know. I hope they're doing well because I miss them. I know. We miss you, Daisy. Come back. They're just dropping like flies, man. They have like they had like four people at KCON. <laughs> I know, but. Okay, so we've established the fact that I had a deep burning hatred of Eyes One and Produce Forty Eight for the longest time because uh, I felt like they did my my ultimate bias group, you know, dirty. Yeah. Although I do remember telling you that I kind of cooled down after a little bit, and I told you I don't blame Eyes One for this because it wasn't their doing. Kind of like this whole situation. Yeah, it's now. just funny how that it has turned nothing its head to do again. with them. It was Cube. Like, the Cube's the one that did it. They're the one that sold the song. Yeah. I just had no, nothing, no information about it, you know? They're just told, like, hey, this is your song, this is what you're doing, you know, go do it. Kind of like I said, like, now, nah. it's like, they're just doing what they're supposed to be doing, and they don't know any of the background behind any of the stuff that's happening. Well, yeah, and it's not like the members of Eyes when we're like, all right, how can we screw CLC over today? We need to go take their song and sing it and debut and win an award. Like, that's not how it was at all. Like, it was just the officials of their company and the officials of Q being like, all right, we're selling you this. This is apparently how CLC is going to make us money now is not singing their song, but selling their song. So it, it was just, it was just Cube was so bad that year. They suck so much. Um, well, I mean, another example, remember in the V live, John Yon had a little bit ago. She said like very, very was supposed to be a twice song. And then they sold it to yeah. IOI. Yeah. So, I mean, apparently this is also very common and it happens a lot. Yeah. And JYP is so, still, like, on that. Like, you can hear, you, like, he's in the beginning, he, like, saying JYP and all that. So, you, like, know it's a JYP song. Like, I yeah. didn't know hearing Vienland Rose that it was, like, a Cube or whatever the producer was. Like, I didn't know that it was his song. But I'm trying to remember. Honestly, I'm trying to think right now and... Oh, okay, no, I remember. So, I, 
was really upset with Eyes One, and I wanted nothing to do with him until about what, like three, three and a half months ago, maybe. Probably, yeah. When we were watching, what were we watching? I don't, we were sitting in my brother's room watching something, and then that random video came on, and it was like moments in Produce for the Make Me Forget Produce Forty Eight's over. Remember that? And it was like a random video on YouTube. Yeah, it was just like a um, weird compilation, goofy video. And then we like have like funny moments and stuff. Yeah. And we were watching it, and I just remember telling him like, "Man, this is like seems like the wildest show ever. Like they're just like going crazy. Like this is oh, so Oh yeah, nuts. the whole thing. And literally based off of that one video, I just like fell down the deepest rabbit hole, <laughs> like this Alice in Wonderland movie I'm watching right now, and. I just loved – after that, I just was going nuts, and that's, like, all I talked about. I felt like it's produced 48 and Eyes 1. Yeah, because you found the full episodes, and then you watched a few of the episodes, and you're like, well, I am hooked now. But yeah, it's all because of that random video we watched. I remember what we were even doing. We might have been watching, like, random videos of, like, a Weekly Idol or something, and it, I like, think came that up was, recommended. I think that was the day we watched the Fancy Stages 36 times a piece and the music video like 100 times Dude, and then... was, was that the day that we watched the weekly idol of everglow maybe and then it like randomly like came on the recommended i'm like oh, yeah i think so that might have been it i remember that night we watched a lot of videos i remember it was in brett's room so yeah uh i think that might have been what it was we watched like everglow with uh who are they uh, with wacky mecky yeah that's who it was they had like a dual weekly idol and then it, like, I think just came on the random ones, and I'm like, wow, this just looks like the funnest, like, craziest show ever. Like, what is this? Oh, yeah. And then I, like, went home and looked into it. Because I remember I told you, I'm like, oh, I found the whole episodes of uh, Produce 48 on, like, YouTube. Yeah. And then after that day, I just freaking uh, engulfed my life. <laughs> it is now my... Biggest cause of happiness and my biggest cause of depression all at the yeah, same time. Yeah, it's just time. so crazy how, like, what a time to become a fan of Eyes One and then love them so much, and then now we have all this nonsense that we have to deal with. Dude, I literally was laying on, like, my bed last night. Well, not last night, but, like, uh, when I got home from work before I took my nap, in a random, like, because, you know, you get, like, random recommended videos that come on, like, YouTube and stuff. Right, right. And it was just when they were dancing to the boys pick me from, uh, 101 yeah and where they dance to uh high tension and i literally was just sitting there and i was like so sad but so happy because i'm like wow this just reminds me of like happier times the good old days of like two weeks ago and we didn't know anything about this (laughs) for real i was just like gosh this just takes me back to like the best times (laughs) like man two weeks ago i was like freaking i was flying high i'm like man i love produce 48 eyes one's coming back like let's just watch all produce 48 on youtube like this is the best and now two weeks later, I'm like, wow, I'm so sad. Like, they literally might never come back again. I hope they do. I think they will. I don't know how they can't. That would be such a bummer. But, uh, there you I don't go. know what's going on. I have no idea what's going on with the boys one. I assume just the same type of stuff where they're just, like, doing nothing. But I think it was worse for them because they haven't really done anything because they've been under scrutiny the entire time they've been a group. That was the that was where all these rumors I saw where I first saw them was that that one was rigged like literally like, where we are now started with that and like so many rumors about that for so long and nothing ever came out of it and then now when everything did the dude just was like all right well guess what it's all a big lie I honestly did not hear anything about the boys group until they brought this stuff up like a cut like last week yeah I didn't either 
I, I couldn't I, even told you that they even made another boy group. I, I actually no think I actually think I've been seeing stuff about it for like a long time. Like maybe not like a long time, but like for a while, I've just seen like tweets and like nothing ever came of it though, and there was no like solid proof. So I was like, well, this is just like stupid rumors of like, oh well, they they uh, rigged that season of produce and. Like people got people got booted out of the group that weren't supposed to like that were supposed to be in and they didn't make it. But I was like, whatever. I didn't watch about watch that, and honestly, I didn't care that much about the guys anyway. So, but yeah, that was where it all started. I saw, and then now we're here. I hope Geo realizes her entire dating life is based off the. Yeah. I, okay. Here's the only good thing that can come from this is if Kang Daniel didn't actually win. Because no person should have that many good things happen in his life. It's not fair to the rest of us normal people. So let's figure that out, police in Korea, that King Daniel should not have been the winner because he's already winning enough with Gio. Hey, two out of I hate that guy. <laughs> well, I definitely pick Gio over winning whatever, but good for him. And he's the CEO of like himself, his own so company. Yeah. he his can own just side. do whatever the heck he wants to do. Um... Yeah, so there you go. Full circle. I literally hated them with a burning passion for the longest time. Um, actually, over a year. <laughs> Weird. But uh, now I love them, and I'm super sad. And I'm even more sad because I could have been supporting them literally this entire time, and I didn't. <laughs> we bought the albums. Well, well, I'm saying, like, over the last, like, year or so that... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were a group, and I was busy being mad at them. I could have been supporting them this whole time, and now... It's too late. You don't know what you have until it's gone, you know? Yeah, it just stinks that, I mean... That makes me feel so much worse, knowing that I hated them so much. Yeah, it's just... Well, like you said, you realized after a little while, though, it wasn't their fault that that happened. It was the yeah. companies, kind of like this, but like it was the cubes fault and all that stuff that they decided to pull it from CLC and give it to them. But I think it's also part of the reason that I mentally allowed myself to like them after watching that video was that I like finally forgave them for what I thought they did to CLC, but really it had nothing to do with them. Yeah, yeah, just like this situation. I mean, it just has, you know, don't blame the girls because it's not their fault, haters. Yeah, don't. Don't, like, crucify them for something they didn't even do. Uh, but there you have it. That's what we know. That's the journey that we've been on with uh, Eyes One. And now the important thing to remember after all this is everybody keeps supporting Eyes One. They need it more than ever. Um, they do. They do. Also... I just hope they can come out because their albums look so cool. They had three different versions that they were going to have, too, and they all looked really awesome. Speaking of CLC, Season Greetings came out. That's looking pretty sweet. Hey, yeah, I bought it for you. I know. I'm super excited about that. This one looks really elite. Last year's was just the calendar, pretty much. This one has, like, photocards and notebooks and all this stuff, so... Special, like, pre-order, like, cards and photos and stuff? Yeah, I have no idea when it's going to come. Probably, like, halfway through the year. But, hey, at least you'll get six months out of it. That's true. I mean, I'm just going to look at the pictures anyway, so it doesn't matter. Oh, it's the best. It's the, uh, last, the last year's was really cool, too. That one was awesome. Just a big calendar. Now, I know last week's episode and pretty much all of this episode has been a pretty big downer. But... I'm in a dark place. But yeah, we'll, note, we'll become happy one time eventually. Who knows? 
on a happier note to end this, I've uh, gone through and found what the other girls that were in Produce 48 are up to. So we collectively can go support them as long as also along with supporting eyes one still. So, um, Kyan debuted as a solo artist back in like July. Yay. I'm not really sure what she's up to right now, but she did put out a song. So she was doing some solo stuff. Um, as we mentioned before in another episode, Alex Christine debuted as a solo artist as Alexa with her song bomb, which is really cool. Really good. Really good. I've been seeing a lot of stuff. People have been like supporting her a lot. So that's good. Definitely. Um, also, it's kind of funny because I'm looking back on some of these groups and I know I've heard songs from them and stuff, but I didn't know the Produce 48 girls were in it because I didn't really like look into it, you know? Yeah. Um, a big one is Rocket Punch. Uh, Jury, Zoe, and Suyan all are in Rocket Punch from Produce 48. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, so that's a big group, so support them. Uh, Cherry Bullet, Hyun. Is in Jet Cherry Bullet? I had no idea that she was in that group. They're solid. They're solid. Uh, They've had some good music. So support Cherry Bullet. Uh, Fanatics, which is a group I didn't really hear about until like when I looked into like these other members. But Doa is in there. The one that looks like um, Zoe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, one of our favorite members in our favorite groups, Yuri's in Fromus 9. So keep we do know Fromus We 9. do know about Fromus 9. Oh, yeah, we do. Um, also, we've mentioned before that Sion and Yiren are both in Everglow, and they're doing pretty good, so we keep supporting Everglow. Definitely. Um, a group I didn't even know really debuted called Aqua, which, I mean, how's that name not copyrighted since they made one of the most iconic songs in the history of the world? Never uh, heard of them. I haven't either. I mean, unless they're the ones that made Barbie Girl, but I don't think I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, but Hostel, she's an Aqua, so I mean, if you ever look into them, support them. Um, and then a group that hasn't technically debuted yet, but is being formed, which, shit, it might come out sooner than later now, depending on what happens with this whole Eyes One thing, is uh, Yujin, Yunche, and Choyan all are with A-Team now, and they signed there so they could be a group and form into a... Uh, new debut group once Minju's out of Eyes One, so whatever that is. Could be sooner is, than later. That's gonna be awesome. Whatever that is, you're gonna get a group of Minju, Yujin, Yunche, and Choyan. So that's gonna be so awesome. That's a freaking squad. They so everybody, somehow, they need to somehow add Wenke in there somehow and just make a super group. I saw where it said her and one of the other girls were, like, supposed to be debuting as a group later this year, but I haven't heard anything about it. I mean, it's December, so... Yeah, they don't have a lot of time. Um, also, if you guys were wondering, all of the Japanese members, pretty much, are back in AKB48, and they've all been, like, promoting and doing stuff together. They're really popular. Yeah. So... If there's honestly any of the members that you should not be worried about, it's the girls in AKB48 because they're going to be fine. Yeah, I mean, they're literally already in a big group that's so freaking famous. So, And I will say that uh, Miru and Mo and – I'm trying to remember who the other one was off the top of my head, but it's like super late. Um, I can look it up real fast. So anyways, they've all been uh, centers – 
in AKB 48. Oh yeah. So, I mean, and obviously that's like a big thing for them. Definitely. Um, so they've been like gotten a lot of like center attention since they came back. Uh, Mira was always kind of the center of her little group that she had. She was always really popular, but Mo got more popular. Um, and hold on, let me look up for this other person. If I don't, it's going to like really bother me. They just got that nice little produce bump that gave them a little bit more prop popularity as they headed back to their own countries. Oh, say or say, S A E. She was has been the center for a couple of the like releases by AKBs, and she came back. That's awesome. Also, Miu, she signed with Mystic Entertainment, and she's supposed to be debuting as like a. They're not sure if it's a soloist or in a group, but she's supposed to be debuting sometime. But she signed with a Korean agency, so hopefully, we see something from her pretty soon. Um, and a bunch of the other ones that say like, "Oh, they're supposed to be debuting in a group," or, you know, they're, I don't know, but who knows? Like, if we haven't seen anything, so that could be, literally be anything. I don't. Right. I'm not sure who this Aqua is. They're from Crazy Entertainment. Never heard of them. Yeah, I never heard of that group either, actually. But. Well, it's a good sign that a lot of the people who competed in the show are doing good things. And people are still going to come out, too. So we have that to look forward to as far as, like, new groups, maybe some solo stuff, too. So. Yeah, we've got. So. I've got a week's vacation coming up at my work and I'm going to be in Springfield where Justin is in about a week. So we're going to have a more fun episode um, coming out next week since we're going to be live on location together. So we can do a little for the first time ever. Yeah, we can do a little for the more, podcast anyway. Yeah. For, we've never met each other in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is just a big catfish thing going on. Uh, we just met each other in a forum, a K-pop forum, and here we are. Hey, but, it's working. Um, so it's going to be a little different. It'll be something fun. It'll be different than what we're normally doing. So I feel bad that the last two episodes have been kind of downers, but I tried to end it on a happier note. So go support all the girls that were in Produce 48. Keep supporting Eyes One. Wise Ones. We love Eyes One. So. And, uh... Police in Korea, please investigate King Daniel because he probably should go to jail for being a cheater. So, uh, I won't let my uh, prejudices against anybody ruin the end of this episode, but seriously investigate him. But anyway, that will do it for another episode. I mean, we ha- it has been kind of a bummer, but we have to talk about it because we literally always talk about Produce 48, and now they're like the number one K-pop news. So, we can't just leave this stuff alone. And we're going to definitely finish watching the other episodes. We might watch finish watching this next week, honestly. So. Yeah, I mean, we'll have some time to knock out a few more. Yeah. But as we do to close the episode, dude, do you want to kick out some of your social medias where people can follow you? Um, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at FogRaw, T-O-H-B. Um, I mean, if you message me, I'll message you back. I mean, I do work like a normal person, so sorry if it's not instantaneously, but I will <laughs> mess. I will get back to you if you. Everyone has their own schedules. Everyone has their own schedules. Yeah. What about you? You can follow me on Justin T O H B on Insta and K Pop Kimchi One Hundred One 
is our page on Instagram and for Twitter to Kimchi Kebab Podcast. Look us up. See everything we've got. Listen to listen to past episodes. If you haven't listened to our past episodes, we promise we've been more happy at times. But if you're a recurring guest, we love you. We love our new listeners as well. And, you know, Brian said it, but we promise we will be a little more happy in the future. We also got a... We might review some albums and stuff, some new albums come in, because... Oh, yeah, we got a lot of good comebacks coming. Also, we might, we're going to have a fun partnership we can announce here in a little bit. That'll be fun. Yeah, we are going to have a good collab with uh, some awesome K-pop merch people who are incredible. So stay tuned, because I feel like that should be coming next episode. So that is awesome. So there's good times. Good times on the horizon. Good times on the horizon, hopefully for Eyes One as well. Unless more sad news comes out about Eyes One, then it's just. <laughs> then we are sad. still going to talk about it because that's what we do. But for Brian, I am Justin. This was the K-pop Kimchi Podcast. We love you. Peace. Later.